0: Spoiler warning. The following discussion will contain spoilers. We recommend checking out the movie first, then coming back to hang with us. But, if you don't care about that, glad to have you here. right everybody welcome back to another episode of the real review my name's kevin i'm john and we are the real movie guys it's february so that means all this month we'll be celebrating the real season of love (music) the real season of love is a celebration of romantic comedies and valentine's day must watches on today's episode we're going to be taking a look at forgetting sarah marshall Devastated, Peter takes a Hawaiian vacation in order to deal with the recent breakup with his TV star girlfriend, Sarah. Little does he know, Sarah's traveling to the same resort as her ex, and she's bringing along her new boyfriend. So, John, have you uh, have you ever been dumped before? Getting a little personal on the channel right now. Have you say you have ever been dumped in a relationship? I don't Heartbroken.
1: Think so. No, <laughs> I've never felt
0: like I have to go to Hawaii. John, John's the dumper, not the dumpy. That's right. <laughs> this movie, right away, I'm going to give it a lot of points for the fact. For once, we get it from the guy perspective. All these rom coms, it's always the woman who's getting dumped by the guy. The woman's heart's getting broken. I want a man's heart to get broken every once in a while. Let's have an emotional guy, now have him be the one who gets dumped and have him have to deal with it. And forgetting Sarah Marshall, it gives us that. I think it gives us, I would argue, right? The male. Romantic comedy.
1: Male romantic comedy. Yeah.
0: Like if you were, if this is for guys, this was the romantic comedy for guys. I really love this movie. I think there's so many jokes. There's so much great comedic timing. This movie's fantastic. Now, John, you've never seen this movie before. No. I have, we had no. a big conversation. I said, I couldn't believe he never saw it. And for whatever reason, he never did see it. It was around that time, right, where we were getting Jason Siegel was blowing up. We had I Love You Man, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, pretty much. The Judd Apatow crew, I would like to call them. Like the Jonah Hill, Paul Rudd. We had all these movies with that same kind of crew that were playing the market. And Forgetting Sarah Marshall was like a key milestone So I was really surprised when I heard you didn't see it. Now, what did you think overall? What, what were your, some of your reactions to this movie going into it?
1: My overall is going to be completely different than what you thought. Really? Yeah. This movie from start to finish right. was just bad. What? Like, this movie, I didn't find humor from it. I felt like I could like some of the characters, (laughs) but then other ones were just so unlikable and completely annoying that I was like, okay.
0: Wow, we're really Um, on different pages. I'm really surprised we're on such a different page with this movie.
1: I remember when we were talking before, and you were like, you liked it last time. So going into this movie, I was like, okay. I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but we'll see. And honestly, 10 to 20 minutes in, Right. I looked over, I looked at my
0: phone and I was like, I hope this ends soon. Wow. I'm really surprised by that. Well, before we get into, I guess you got a lot more negatives than I do. Maybe we'll just bounce back and forth and see how we do. The first thing I want to really commend, I think in this movie is the cast. I think everyone did a really good job. Jason Segel plays the down in the dumps, boyfriend who got dumped by Kristen Bell I thought he did a really good job now did you not like his character at all was was that one of your main issues with this movie well, his character seems really stale to
1: me. Like, I understood how he was being portrayed and everything like that. Right. But I felt like he was supposed to be, like, very emotional, but I didn't feel it. His emotions was kind of like random crying in certain parts. And- yeah,
0: I, I got to disagree a little. I think, I think they did a consistent job with it. Uh, some of the funniest scenes were just the him crying scenes. Uh, like, I think he's uh, crying in the hotel room. He gets a call from the hostess who's played by Mila Kunis, who becomes his love interest later on. He gets a call and he's like, sir, uh, there, there's been a noise complaint. He's like, oh, what's us go. He's like, he's toughens up. He's like, oh, oh what's what's going on here? He's like, oh, there, there's been uh, complaints of loud crying coming from your room. Okay, I'll, I'll try to keep it down. <laughs> Except the phone. He starts crying again. I think in some ways, a lot of men, maybe not John necessarily here, can relate to that like crushing blow when a relationship ends. Jason Segel playing Peter, he had so much invested in this relationship that he just can't cope with it. And I think that's really what they're trying to get over. Is a little over the top? Yeah, I think so. But there are some people that are genuinely like that. Or just like, after a breakup, they're just crushed. And I thought he did a good job with that. I'm not really seeing it as stale as you are. It's just seeing his evolution of his character, which one of the main themes of this movie I like is, just move on. That's really the message, I think, in this movie. Just Sometimes you just got to move on. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, you're going to be sad and whatever, but you you can't let your life stop. You have to keep pursuing things. I think that's a really great message for this film overall, and we see it with a lot of the characters. Kristen Bell is in this as well. I think she did a really good job playing Sarah Marshall, the bitchy kind of cold ex-girlfriend. I thought she did a good job at that. Now, did did you like her at all? Were you a fan of her character in this movie?
1: No. No. I, I honestly thought she was...
0: It's between Russell
1: Brand, Jonah Hill, and her by, like, the worst characters ever. The Hawaiian guys I thought were better
0: characters wow. than any of those three were. Wow, we're, we're really on different pages here. <laughs> It's interesting because usually in a, a breakup movie, especially when it's, like, from the female perspective, usually the guy's, like, a jerk. There's clearly, like, the jerk guy. And he's just a jerk. That's his one character type. In this movie, they they do attempt to give Sarah Marshall a little bit of character development, if you will, with their relationship. Because you start, they have an argument, which I think is really good between uh, Jason Segel and Kristen Bell, where they're talking about their relationship and why it failed. And he's like, "It's all your fault. You know, you did this to me. You've ruined me." And she's like. No, Peter, you did this to yourself in some ways. I tried. And she's going over, you know, the different things that she tried to do. And I think that's interesting. I thought that was kind of a good dynamic that we got to see that, you know, at first you're just completely convinced that she's such a total bitch, right? And that's really, And that's how she comes across. But at the same time, you do see a little more to her character. I thought along the way. So I'm like, okay. So they did add a little bit of dimension. At least it just wasn't one-sided. And I think that plays into some of the theming too, where it isn't always just a one-sided breakup. Like relationships, it takes two to tango, as they say. So it's not always just one person that causes the problem. Now you touched on something that kind of makes me sad. I have to say, you said you hated Russell Brand. I think the character of Aldous Snow is pure freaking genius in this movie. (laughs) I absolutely love how over the top... And insane he is whether he's just a parody of celebrity getting like random tattoos in different languages that don't mean the same thing and his music video is fantastic in the beginning of this movie because it's something you would see especially now i think this movie is maybe more relevant with age you get to see like oh we have to come together and he's like trying to kiss people and he's just doing his like awkward dancing and everything it works for his character. He plays it so over the top. He's supposed to be the antagonist in some regard to Jason Segel's character, right? He's supposed to be the, the 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 boyfriend that's the total the new boyfriend that's a total dick and we don't like him. For whatever reason, he comes out likable to me. I I think I like him. They have a really unique scene, right, where they're surfing and they're kind of just like hanging out talking and Jason Segel's like, "Oh, you're you're kind of a cool guy." He's like, "Oh, thank you. You're pretty cool too." And they have like this like whole like fun scene together. And I think he just brings it. There's so many classic lines with Russell Brand in this movie. Uh, I could see why he got so popular after this film. You have to give it to the shirt scene. Sarah Marshall, Kristen Bell, gives him a shirt, right? It's the (laughs) ugliest shirt in the world, and he's wearing it. Jonah Hill, who's in this movie, like you mentioned, I thought Jonah Hill was funny. He wasn't the most, like, big character. He was kind of just a fun little side character that was obsessed with Russell Brand. Uh, He goes up to Russell Brand, and he's, like, giving him wine and whatever, but Russell Brand spills wine on the shirt, and he's like, oh, no, not my shirt. Take my eyes, but don't take my bloody shirt. (laughs) <laughs> I guess it's just so many good lines. Even when he's breaking up with Sarah at the end of the movie, where they split up, he's like, you know, oh, sorry, baby, I just I can't go through this anymore. You're too crazy for me. By the way, I slept with the housekeeper. Good night. <laughs> he like rolls over and goes to sleep. For someone that we're supposed to hate, I think he did a really good job in this movie. I really liked him. So much comedic timing with that character. Um, the only
1: character I liked yeah. was Mila Kunis.
0: Ah, good. I'm glad you brought her up. Mila Kunis. <laughs> She did a good job. I would say she was just kind of herself, but I think that worked in this movie. Like, right? we had a lot of characters who were just so over the top that we needed someone who was kind of level and grounded. There's some issues, you know, with the ending, which we'll talk about, but overall, I think she did a really good job just playing the hostess. And, you know, it felt like a natural character. And she was a, a nice, you know, foil for Jason Siegel, who was going through his own breakup. She's going through a breakup too, in her own way. And, Again, it, it carries into that whole theme of that life has stopped and they both have to continue on with their lives. And I think they, they both did a really good job with that. Uh, we also get some little small appearances, right? Uh, we have Paul Rudd, who plays Chuck. who's like this surfer guy that's teaching uh, Jason Segel how to surf. And he, he always has like an awkward like interaction with that character. He's like, oh, hey, what's going on, man? Big P or whatever. He gives him like weird nicknames. And then like the next day he forgets who he is because I guess he's too drugged out or stoned out of his mind. I, I thought he was really funny. Again, Paul Rudd always delivers nine times out of ten. Another character which I could see some people not liking or, you know, it was a little weird, was uh, Jack McBrayer, who is actually in a movie we'll be talking about shortly. He, he's in Wreck-It Ralph. I thought he was funny with his uh, new fiance, wife. They just got married, and oh they have, like, God. their whole issue where they're trying to have sex. He, he doesn't know. He's, like, afraid to. That, that was a little whole, weird. I'll give that you was that, though. That was a little bit weird. <laughs> That was even the worst character. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of annoying. So I forgot that. about
1: that
0: weirdo. Last character I just want to talk about is who doesn't get enough credit in this movie. I think he did a really good job Is Bill Hader plays Jason Segel's uh, stepbrother. They only have a oh. few scenes together, but for whatever reason, I enjoy every single scene. Uh, Jason Siegel talks to Bill Hader over the laptop. He's like talking to him, trying to get advice and everything like that. And whenever he does something, he's, like, asking Bill Hader before he does it, like, oh, should I go see Sarah? And he's like, no, no, abort. Don't do that. Don't do that. hear him, like, yelling on the cell phone when he's doing it. Or when he's talking to him, Bill Hader's wife comes onto the video call with Jason Segel. And he's like, oh, I can't see you. Can you move down? He has her head moved down. So she looks like he's giving him a BJ. I don't know. Stupid things like that I thought was really funny. Bill Hader always has good comedic timing, too. Casting, I I think you have to give it to this movie. I know John's not on the same page with me. This cast was really good. It's a really stellar cast for this film. An interesting tidbit, too. We get to see Jason Segel's love of Muppets in this movie. (laughs) You have to tell me, John. Now you have to tell me. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna refuse to hear whatever else you say. You have to love the Dracula love song.
1: I'm gonna tell you right now. Dead. I was like, the, die. The Dracula die. love song
0: <laughs> and the
1: finishing puppet show at the end.
0: Right. Were the only parts of this movie that I, I enjoyed. Which is funny because Jason Siegel ends up doing the Muppet movie reboot. After this movie, he was actually, yeah. he he was in charge of that, where they did that. That, that was always his passion, apparently, it was always Muppets. And I kind of like how, like, a little bit of reality seeped into this movie. Those scenes are fantastic. I mean, are they out of place? Are they crazy? Absolutely. But I think they really work. It's, it's so stupid, but you have to laugh. And that's just what this movie really does for me. It, it makes me laugh. I have a really good time with it. A lot of it is stupid comedy, but... We're getting it from another perspective, and it's just—it's beyond quotable. John, I'm having a hard time with you with this movie. I'm having a hard time seeing how you can't like this. Having a hard time how you like this. When I was sitting
1: down watching this movie, right, there are so many times that went through my head was how can
0: somebody enjoy this movie? A lot of people did, and a lot of people still do, me included. So I'm very surprised. (laughs) But there are some weaknesses, right? Let's talk about a couple. Now, John, what were some of your weaknesses? Let's, let's, if you're Mr. Negative over here, what, what do you got for me? What, what's so bad that really turned you off about this movie?
1: Should we start from the beginning? I remember on one of our reviews, you were saying that when we were watching, I think it was Piranha 3D, that there was very a lot of unnecessary boobs in that.
0: Yeah, that was... Right. Okay, I know where you're going. And you actually, you jumped right into one of my negatives right away. Okay. There's two scenes in this movie. <laughs> I feel like there was like seven. There's only two. There is only... It feels like there's more, I guess. Uh, Jason Segel, we, we get to see his uh, his dick. <laughs> we get to see all of it for a long time at the beginning of this movie and at the end of this movie. Now, I, I guess they're just trying to go for making the scene really awkward, which it does. Don't get me wrong. It makes it really awkward. But to the point where it's uncomfortable. It's not funny anymore. It's just super awkward, and why is it here? Like, I already feel bad for the character. I don't need his ding flying out at me you know, the whole time. It's just very very odd decision like I, I don't know what the appeal for that scene was honestly in this movie it's funny because it, we see it at the beginning of the movie and we have it right up at the end of the movie i didn't really care for it i'll give you that i didn't think it was necessary it just added an extra layer of weird awkwardness that wasn't necessary for this film
1: yeah and that's just how the movie started off but throughout the whole movie i didn't find it funny like we've been talking about like romantic comedies i feel like there has to be some comedy and i didn't get the comedy in this not like, for it wasn't you
0: this wasn't a comedy I'll give you a couple things though, so I think that the first half of this movie is definitely stronger than the second half. I don't know if maybe you'd agree with that at least. Where I felt like the beginning setup was actually pretty strong, and then as we got like to later in the movie, I felt like it started to like not fall apart, but started to slow down and kind of become more like just scene after scene. Once we get to the end of the movie, and that's really where my real plot problem ultimately lies is. The ending just kind of doesn't work for me. Uh, this movie, ultimately, I feel like it just ends. Jason Segel hooks up with uh, Kristen Bell one more time. You know, they, they almost hook up. It's kind of like a weird you know, situation that they have. He tells Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis gets mad and doesn't want to be with him anymore. And she's like, don't call me. Don't write me. Don't ever talk to me again. He's like, okay, I understand. He goes home. He writes his big uh, puppet musical that he's been talking about throughout the whole movie. Great, fantastic, great scene. Uh, he invites Mila Kunis, who's like, oh, maybe I should give him a chance one more time. And, you know, she flies from Hawaii all the way to this show. And she's like, I quit my job. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to let my life go on. He's like, oh, good. That's great. And then they have the weird uh, scene at the end where he, he's naked and she runs into him and starts cracking up. And then they start kissing. Him. Something about it just didn't sit right with me, where she's like, quit her job. She stopped everything she was doing. She went over there. And, you know, th- that that's kind of it. I don't know. It just kind of falls flat for me, that whole end of this movie. The Puppet Show, don't get me wrong, fantastic. That, that's definitely, again, a highlight of this movie. But maybe just because it kind of feels rushed once we get to a certain point, it just doesn't work for me, that whole conclusion. I think we're at that point, though, we're going to give our final scores. I'm going to give Forgetting Sarah Marshall an A-. minus. So I think it's unique with that. Hey, listen, I think it's unique that we get a story from the male perspective, right? We get the male breakup. Like I said, in the beginning, I think that's unique that we get that. I think the comedic timing's great. I really enjoyed it. Maybe it's a personal taste thing. I don't know. I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say in the comments about this. I think this movie's a classic for me. Like this is something I'll always watch. There's, there's few comedies where I'll throw them on just, you know, randomly and watch it. This is definitely one of them. I enjoy it. There's so many good quotable lines. It's literally like an endless list for me. We could be here all day just talking about some of the lines I just love in this film. I think it's great. If you haven't checked it out, like John, I don't know what you're doing. Hopefully you'll check it out and like it because I don't know what this guy's doing. But John, where do you stand with this film? <laughs>
1: really no surprise. An F for me. What? Flaming pile of
0: garbage. Wow.
1: It almost surprises me too. After talking about this movie with you. Right. And seeing how much you love this movie. Yeah. It's amazing to me because like we've, we have some opposite takes yeah. on things, but this movie we're very far off on. And I'm very shocked because you know, like I, I watched I don't know. it differently.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's why the, that's why the people watch us at home, right? They get our different <laughs> takes. I I think this movie's great. I, I, I can't see, I can't see where you're coming from at all. I, I, I try now, don't get me wrong, I try when we disagree, but this time I, I think you're entitled to your wrong opinion, my friend. Let us know in the comments below. Make sure you like and subscribe to this channel. <laughs> let us know what you think. I, I really want to know. Are you on my side? Are you on John's side? This is a hot take, I think, from both of us. I really liked it. He absolutely despised it. This is one of those very rare instances where I think the people at home really need to let us know what they think. I want to know what you guys think at home on this movie.
1: Give us your hot opinion on this.
0: Seriously, because I hot think this garbage. is a classic. John doesn't think so. Ugh, ugly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do that over on YouTube at the Real Movie Guys. Go over there. Let us know in the comments or on Twitter at the Real Movie Guys. Let us know your opinion on this movie, or maybe what you thought. What was your opinion on this movie, or how you enjoyed it, or didn't you enjoy it, or what did you like about it? Do you like to see the guy's emotional point of view, or? You just wanted to stick with the girls. Oh, boy. Uh, You could also listen to us on many podcasting platforms, such as...
0: Yes, for your listening pleasure, we are also available in podcast format, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Overcast Breaker, Radio Public and Pocket casts. Be sure to give us a listen to any of those fine places. If you are right now, hey, greatly appreciate it. Just search out Real Movie Guys. We should pop right up. My name's Kevin. That guy over there. He's John. We are your Real Movie Guys. Real guys. Real movies. Real thoughts. Thank you again so much for joining us for this whole month of the Real Season of Love. It's been a blast. We had a good time. At least I did. John, probably not. We got something real special for you. Make sure you stay tuned. Real March Madness is coming up. We'll catch you next time. See you.